it to, you want it to be on the thing? Guys, oh my God, Mike, I'm so sorry about your mic. Welcome to this special happy hour edition of Reality Bites, a podcast about sex, love, relationships, and dating in the digital age. I'm your host, Courtney Kosak, and I'm here with Steve Hernandez. Always a pleasure. And <laughs> Sophia Alexandra. Hey, guys. <laughs> Accurate. That's how you do it, Sophia. <laughs> and our very special guest today, Alana Hope Levinson. Yes, that's her. Yeah, that's me. I always say them with a question mark at the end, because okay. I'm not sure if I'm going to nail the name. <laughs> um, you are a writer. You've been on like every site I've ever read, right? Wow. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Rolling Stone. You're yeah, you she's been a Rolling, Rolling She's Stone contributed have. for Rolling Stone. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, that's mm-hmm. awesome. And but your big longtime gig, you wrote a lot of like sex and dating stuff for Elite Daily. Yeah. No. no. Never written no. for Elite Daily. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the okay. one. <laughs> that's the one. I read all um, no, the stuff read, on Mel. Yes. Which is where you're at right now. Yeah. And then it's been a smathering. Yes, just kind of all around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was at Medium for a while. Then I was at Fusion, which then became Gizmodo. Um, yeah, so kind of all over the place. So look her up, you guys. Yeah. Google her Find right now. Find me on Twitter. Yeah, but she's a hired gun. And it's yeah. impressive that you're making your living writing on the internet. Thanks. It is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah it, it is. is. Freelancing as a career is super impressive. Always. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know why I decided to do this. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard. So yeah. you rolled in. Um, let's let's unpack the fear thing that yeah. we were just talking about right before we started. Alana's very afraid right now because she said, but she said she's not afraid that we're going to get into her. She's afraid that she reveals too much on these things. Or, or in the past you have. Or and on the you, internet. You're right? trying to draw yeah. that back now? Well, I've kind of made my career on writing about myself on the internet. Um, like my first- What a girl move. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Because I couldn't do real journalism. Well, I would report it out, but like my first big piece was about my dad being a drug addict and like how that affected me and how, that's, mm-hmm. how that affects people. Um, and so I've always been really open but I have had boundaries, although it's caused different issues of like not knowing um, what's okay to say or thinking about all the consequences of saying certain things or how other people are very different than that. A lot of people don't understand that. Um, and so now it's just something I constantly think about. And also like having if been- if you're oversharing or not? Sure, yeah, and like why I'm putting something out there. Right. Um, and also taking into account how other people feel if I'm talking about them. Which what, is what are some reasons you would decide to not? Hmm. Yeah. If it didn't actually have any sort of greater reason why I'm sharing it, other than like for myself or to like hurt someone or make some, you know what I mean? It's mm. sort of like subtweet. It's like, what is the point of doing this, right? Is it just self-serving? That's one thing. I think if you if there's a person in your life who's very, very adamantly not about you doing it, and you want to keep them in your life, then you should probably. I totally understand the hurt somebody thing, but like when you're saying for myself, do you mean like, can like, I mean, on some level, all writing is for yourself, right? So do you mean like, if what you're getting out of it is like, yeah, like what is the personal fulfillment factor? Like if this is going to fulfill me to write, I don't know what it's going to do for anybody else. Do you write it? No, I mean, I think, and maybe that's because I did start in a traditional journalism background. I feel like it has to have some kind of element of like, this is not just about me. There's some other reason, like this is a trend. Other people are experiencing this. There's some sort of reason other than just me sharing it that it's important to share. 
and uh, malicious intent. It right. sounds like and intent. Because sometimes you just want to go and just blast someone. So like, you have like a pretty rigorous test. It's like yeah, self-expression, but also does it have value to other people through right. your experience? Yeah, totally. And am I hurting someone? Yeah, well, we're making them I mean, really uncomfortable. Let's, let's talk about your uh, your cuckboy article went viral. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I when I first of the, all, let's define cuckboy. Uh, well, let's let's her. She came yeah. up with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how would you define? What would you define a cuckboy as? A cuckboy is a fuckboy that uses like the trappings of liberalism or male feminism to ultimately feed their end goal, which is to get laid. Oh man. So yeah, so so, so goes, goes You've got to read this yeah. article. It's so funny. It I, re- goes, I reread it today, and it's like, ooh, I know, I know these guys. A lot of them. I mean, yeah. most of the LA comedy scene. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Totally. Yeah. So, so what are the traits? What are the traits of oh, a cuckboy? I'm trying to remember some of the jokes, but like, goes to the woman's march in a pussy hat to get pussy. <laughs> like, brags about how much they love eating girls out. Like they think they're a hero. They, again, these guys oh, want man, cons. So they want to be congratulated. <laughs> no, but, but see, you even said you you went past the level to like Jedi Knight cuckboy stuff. So they do go to the women's march, but they don't post about it because they know that would be uncool. And uh, or they they do know it's uncool to talk about eating women's pussy, so they talk about eating ass. Oh right, this right. Is all yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Ooh, can I add yeah. one? Yeah. Post the picture of themselves. Uh, being a clinic uh, escort at an abortion clinic at like a parenthood, Planned Parenthood. And then, but the caption or the story that's attached to it is not at all about how they're being heroic. It's about like, listen to what the terrible thing that women go through. But the picture has them (laughs) wearing the vest or whatever, you know? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So you're right. I forgot about that nuance. Yeah. These are the kinds of guys that would like make fun of guys who are male feminists but in doing that are really only like virtue signaling like I'm a male feminist I don't claim it but you're it's, like it's about performance not practice yeah right yeah so these are the guys that like strangely all the men who have been worse to me in my life and my friends are really liberal are really feminist and subscribe to this so that's kind of how I got the idea um, which is part of the criticism of it is people think like wow this girl just got real rejected and now she's now she's just writing an article about that's that. what i mean to tie together with what we were talking about before you had to have piled on a two or three of these oh and yeah how did you not feel like okay i'm getting them back right now that's a, that's a good question um but she was like i'm doing this for the greater womanhood <laughs> so like fuck those guys i do have a little bit of malicious intent here but what's bigger well, is that i'm i'm like speaking this truth that's yeah, well, I, mean, I think it's also helpful for other women who like might feel like they're being gaslit. Yes, totally, totally. you know so what I mean. Because yes, you're like, exactly. wait a minute, I'm dating a quote unquote good guy. Yeah, I see such a piece of shit, and then you realize, oh no, I fell for him because it's performative. I, this has ha- happened to me in a friendship. I fell for a fake male feminist who became one of my like closest friends. Oh yeah, you know who? Who I'm yeah. not friends with anymore. Yeah, yeah. And then I found out in practice he was the worst person to women ever, but had very strategically befriended all the biggest oh, feminists in the like comedy scene. It's like a protection. Like it's a yeah. protection it's thing. It's such a protection thing. So then, when any like bad things would arise about that person, you know, on paper people would be like, "But how could this be? His best friends are so and so and so and so, like me and a bunch of other women." And it would be like, "Well, but then he seems like a good guy." And it's like, "No, that was incredibly strategic." Yeah. So you're a hundred percent totally. On. And I think, I mean, I think, have I dated guys like that? Sure. But it also was like, a, I'd been thinking about that idea for a year before I wrote it and just like slowly seeing it more and more and more. 
Um, and you know, like one of the best pieces of feedback that made like the Nazis come and for me worth it. Um, we're like, apparently like in the DSA, which is where these cuck boys, you know, breed. Yeah. Um, they had a huge conversation about the piece. Like the piece like caused controversy and they yes! had like, a major discussion about like she about sexism us? in the Democratic <laughs> Socialists of America. So to me, I'm like, okay, then it was worth it, right? Um, totally. To do it. And led to like, then there was a big feature uh, on Fusion called like Woke Misogynist, which was like a big reported piece that's really good um, by my friend Nona Willis-Aronowitz, which is about this idea. So I think, I think, yeah, it served a greater good. And also like they are really extreme. I mean, none of those are exactly one person. It's more like I was building a character the way you would in like a, if you were writing a screenplay or something. Sure, sure. but a lot of them exist. Or like, sure. yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about I love my curvy wife oh. because that's s sort of related to this idea, right? Yeah. Um, you wrote a piece about it. I did. I didn't read it. When when did it come out? Uh, last week. Ah, oh, I'm Have sad that I haven't read it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's the I'm not like other boys one. So oh, maybe it okay. wasn't yeah, blatantly. Yeah, yeah. It yeah wasn't I did read that. Okay. Yeah, I forgot about the tie, and I'm sorry. <laughs> but everybody here has saw the post and the controversy. Yeah, what was your take, Alana? Oh man, well, I mean, I think there are so many obvious. Like, a lot of women's magazines and sites did the takes of like why it's offensive that he did this or what's wrong with him. Referring but people to his... were praising him at first. Right. So first people praised him. That's how it got on the radar of so many people to then take him down. Right. Um, my take, I'm like more interested. I mean, I think there are so many reasons why the post was a little bit off the mark, but I, it interested me. <laughs> this, this, what I, another thing I'd been thinking about for super long, but just decided to write was like the rhetorical device he used to assert how he's how he's better is by saying like he's different from other guys, mm -hmm. which like reminded me of, you know, growing up like the I'm not like other girls trope, mm -hmm. which like you thought was progressive to be like, I'm not like other girls, but really you were just only reinforcing like sexism by, and that's kind of what he did. And like me. fetishizing the trait, whatever it is. Right. So him being like, I'm not like other boys. I love my curvy wife. And it's like, no, but you're still making it about her being curvy, which is again, just fetishizing her and making it about her body. So it's not that different from loving her for being And he thin. was trying to have it both ways. I mean, saying shit like cute little roles and whatever, and like all this weird stuff. It's like, if to you, you're saying she's the same as other women and she should be viewed the same because she's beautiful. It's almost like you're making the opposite point. Like the fact that he thinks like, fat is beautiful is so radical is the problem. Like yeah. you're saying yeah, yeah, I am right. great because I overcame this thing that was inbred in me. And I feel like the problem is he's bringing up something really real, but yeah. it's just so wincingly like poorly delivered. I feel like, I mean, I made a billion jokes about it on Twitter because I'm a fucking, what am I, yeah. else am I going to do? Too. <laughs> you know? Um, but like at the same time, it's almost like, well, damn, I don't think he's going to learn a lesson from this. <laughs> no, he doubled down. From the huge Did he? Like, internet Was backlash. that his response? Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't yeah. think it was ever like ever going to go well. It's just in this outrage culture. I'm a part of it. So I like don't know how to make it better because there's definitely lessons to be learned for us and for him. You know what I Can, mean? Did his did the curvy wife respond? Does anyone um, know? That's what, I think that's what a lot of people don't. I mean, this, this guy's a dumb guy. 
Yeah, and his wife's true. really dumb too. Yeah, like if you read and her tweets, very he's like a racist. Oh, they're racist. She is, and they're from Florida. Uh, people like jump on this bandwagon before they know anything yeah, about I the think, people. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's like the Ken problem Bone with this. I guarantee you, this guy showed his wife this post, and she's like, "This is this. This is the most romantic." Of thing course, I've ever she seen. saw it before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, she's and into she was it. like, "This is so." Did dope she chose the photos that went with that post? Right. Yeah. Of course. Also, his bio says "husband to a curvy goddess." Like, this is their whole thing. Yeah. yeah. So. For people to, for like, I don't know, the intellectual elite to come out and attack him and everything. Yeah, that's cool. But you got to remember, these are very dumb people. And, <laughs> I, and, and I will say this too. There are a lot of dumb people that need to hear it's, these things said like that to begin to think about body positivity in that way. They're so, there are people that couldn't connect mm-hmm. these things. Uh, that, yeah. that, that they need to think like, oh yeah, I guess, I guess there is a beauty standard like that. Yeah. And I listen to Joe Rogan podcast. You right. know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. Yeah. Everyone expects uh, people to make these huge intellectual jumps, but it, it takes different kinds of people to get to different places. I know I just made a Joe Rogan podcast joke, but I love Joe Rogan. And I also bartend in uh, in the San Gabriel Valley, which is almost the Midwest a lot of times. And oh some my real, God. Give the, me a break. There are, trust me. No, he's right about yeah. the audience. And they're, trust me, and there's a lot of dopey guys who, because of Joe Rogan, say transgendered now. Oh, yes. And and there was a big thing with Joe Rogan five years ago when he wouldn't say transgendered, when he would just say tranny. Mm-hmm. Just to, and Joe Rogan was like, you know what? If this is bothering people, I don't want to hurt people. I'm going to start to say transgendered. By the so, way, it's tra- not transgendered, just transgender. Oh, transgender. I'm sorry. Uh, but... Um, so yeah, it takes people to move no, along different No, it definitely steps. does. It definitely does. Yeah. And so No, I I mean I totally agree with you, especially at a men's magazine we were struggling like what our take is because it's not as obvious, you know? I don't know, it's like you have to meet people where they are. So to expect a guy to go from that to full like yeah, like feminist like elite with understanding of so much history of why that's problematic isn't totally isn't really fair to me it sort of made me think of like when there's all female comedy shows and they like call themselves like the giggle goddesses or like uh the funny and hot or whatever we were just i understand the value to the community of putting up all women as a fucking female stand-up i hugely appreciate that but i always hate it when they name it that because the understanding when they do that, the coded language is, hey, you know how you think women aren't funny or that funny women are garbage ugly? You're going to come to the show. You're going to be like, oh, my God, they really are fucking bitter, fat, ugly fucking horse. They're cool looking. And hey, what's that? They're not super dumb. And I laughed a little like to me setting up the standard of like, hey, we're answering what you're saying about us is not good. And that to me is what he's doing. He's saying, hey. He's not saying, hey, I love my fucking hot wife. Which yes. is what that post yes. is. Yes, Curvy should the have said hot. Is, I love my fucking hot wife. Look how fucking banging my wife is. That's literally the entire post. Would, but when you go with, hey, she's fucking hot for a fatty, then I hate you. I know I shouldn't hate you. I don't really hate him. I think he tried. You know what I mean? Like I said, there's a middle ground somewhere. But to me, that's the issue. You don't have to point out the thing. You know what I mean? You can just say... She's fucking banging because she is. Yeah, you know she's like mean? a hot chick. She's yeah. just well, that's, so that's what's hot. Okay, that is another thing that really pissed me off. And I think a lot of people is like, she actually isn't. Like, if you read the post, you would think, wow, this person is not conventionally attractive. She's literally conventionally attractive. Yes. Like, yeah, no, she's, she is. She's in every other way and even in her weight. Like, she's not. 
Yeah, that, she's and like, there's a lot of stuff in the in the community. Uh, like my fat friends talk about this all the time about how they're the wrong quote unquote kind of fat. Right. right? Yeah. Like now there's fat Instagram models and whatever, and it's like, oh, well, if you're proportionally fat, quote unquote, if you have big titties and a smaller waist than a lot of thigh and ass, people love that. But you're you're pear shaped fat or another kind of fat. Oh, you're fat wrong. Yeah. No. And I think that's really super fucked up too. It's divisive. We went to, Sophie and I went to Roxanne Gay uh, speak about her book, oh, Hunger, cool. and I just finished it. And she talks about that a lot yeah. in the book. Just yeah, like, I saw her take too, where she's like, congrats on loving your not fat wife. Because <laughs> like, you know, it's just. Yeah. What, the, you know, the, it, and that article are, really fails to take down what we really hate, and that's just ugly people. And I'm with that <laughs> all the way to the day I die. When is that? Fat, no. I don't care how fat you are, but if you're When is ugly, that going to be not PC anymore to just be like. I think oh. we're getting there. I well, don't people don't. People would say that there's no one standard of beauty and that everybody's beautiful. But, yeah, come on. <laughs> Do people say that? <laughs> yeah, people say that all the time. I that feel like people no, try. You know, Christina Aguilera, everybody says everyone's beautiful. To not you know acknowledge, I mean? yeah. 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 And which, you know, everybody is beautiful to somebody. But, you know, we still have a standard of beauty. No, the truth is, is that wherever you go in the world, different things are beautiful. But there are some things that all humans happen to agree on based on the way we're like built. Like it's fucked up that symmetry is beautiful. Like fucking, I'm not symmetrically faced, you know? I don't love that. <laughs> but that is what our brains do without us. But then the other stuff is like, dude, I'm sure all of us have friends that before you knew them, you might have thought from like just a glance, they're not attractive. But yes. you talk to them one time, and now there's no way you could ever see them as unattractive. That if you they literally look different. Line, I'm sure the men I've dated would have looked at each other and been like, "Dude, no, ugly." But I think they're all hot. You know what I mean? It's not. I don't know. Hotness is also not really a thing. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, part of why I think it was hilarious was just thinking about how I've never liked conventionally attractive men, and I've been teased for it. But have would like the I would never think to post on Instagram about it. Like, look at my really skinny yes um, boyfriend. Isn't it funny? Like, isn't it amazing that like it isn't just that he loved his curvy wife. It's he was putting it on Instagram, and this is a guy that profits in his popularity on the internet because he's like a social media influencer. I think that also is a part yeah, that we're really yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about. Is like he really did want the faves who really did want the award and the cookie and that makes him money. And so that makes it a little bit less genuine to me. But he also got all those things too. He did. Yeah. 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 So maybe you can have it both ways. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah. So yeah, maybe he's not savvy the way we, we are savvy. Cause the reason why you wouldn't post that about your skinny boyfriend, even though you might think it in your head is cause you know, it's not savvy to say those things for your audience. Maybe. No, it's because I don't, I don't think, think so. about it that yeah, way. I don't exactly. think it's like, you, I have just been, I think like women have just been liking guys yes, despite their yes, flaws forever. Right. Yes. It's not, it's not like a cool thing. Like this is not a thing where we're like, wow, can you believe I love her e or love him even though <laughs> Oh my God, for chubby. sure. He doesn't buy you points with your friends no. or with anybody. No. None You're of just, your friends are like, oh, Wow. They're like, oh, okay, you have a boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. Good for you. Don't do that. Yeah, you're yeah. so lucky to have a boyfriend. Doesn't matter what the fuck he looks like. <laughs> That's really no seriously. Yes. That's really what it is. That someone, is so if you have someone who loves you and is committed, we are not sitting yeah. around being like, how fucking pretty is he though? I know. <laughs> you know, it's just not. Plus, yeah. yeah. Can we go back to something? Because we sure. talked about it, but what, how do you feel though about revealing so much of yourself in your articles? I mean, you're at a point in your life right now. Do you feel like it's okay or do you feel like you need to draw back or pull back? I'm sorry. 
Yeah, I mean, it's hard because, so I talked about that piece about my dad, you know, then like a year later, I wrote a piece about Joe Biden, this was years ago, and the trolls found that article. And basically they were like, like I had, I did an op-ed about like politics. And they found that article and they used it to try to show like this girl has daddy issues. This girl is fucked up. So she's not, she can't even have an opinion on politics. So I've seen it come back to bite me. Like the way that they'll find something that you used to write and like use it against you. It was really I feel like that just means like it's kind of working. Like Lindy West has had a ton of that kind of shit. Like she had someone make up a fake Twitter account to like troll her forever. And then she went on This American Life and fucking. Yeah. yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, Sarah Schaefer has had this whole thing too. With a guy that would not only troll her, but like mercilessly make fun of her and be like, your dead mom is fucking dude in, he- in heaven, like hating right. you or something like that. Like, and that really broke her heart. And she did a whole thing of like going and finding who the person is and all this stuff. And I think it is true what you say, like yeah. it's working. Totally. And then I think the other thing is I've also like dated people who are really controlling about it, um, mm-hmm. but not in a good way. Like it made me realize this is a part of who I am. This is what I do. And so if you're going to be like obsessed with what I put on the internet, because it is me and it is authentic, but it's also not like the fact that people think my Twitter or my stuff is just like everything in my life. I'm sharing everything and it's not curated, I think is a weird form of sexism. Like you would never say that to like a male novelist or even, I don't know if male comedians get it as much, but I constantly like every time I tweet something, they're like, who is this about? And I'm like, it was just a thought I had about a boyfriend that I had 10 years ago. But like people are unable to see that there's any kind mm-hmm. of kind of that's why art to what I do or like even writing an essay about myself. It's not just like me like blabbering like I, it's gone. No, through a it's lot like of- careful, carefully edited and like it's a specific narrative. Like you're right. telling a specific story version of the story. There are like a million versions of that story, whatever story that you could tell. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So I think that's why mansplaining is the thing. I think very frequently men think that we're too dumb to plan any of the shit we say or do. So they're yeah. like, hey, are you aware of what you've said? And you're like, <laughs> yeah, I fucking came up with it. But that's literally like being a woman right. on the internet. Like they assume, oh, you're not intelligent enough to have con- like conceptually came up with, oh, this is just a part of me and not all of me. They think like, we're so simple. We're just one thing all the time. It's so weird. It makes me tweet like about, like, I feel like how I've safeguarded against it before I even really knew what I was doing. And then I was like, oh, that's what I'm doing. Is like, I make jokes that involve, like, well, I'll say I'm like, I'm married or I have a boyfriend, I'm single. Um, you know, yeah, I'll talk (laughs) about my dick. I'll talk about my pussy. Like as far as my jokes go, I want people to just see what I'm tweeting as like separate from me so that if I tweet about like, you know, a guy, people aren't like, oh, she means her husband whom I've met. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I want it to be that it could be. Yeah. About anything. Yeah. Well, I think that's why women are so much better at social media, which kind of, you, you have that big article too. That's really great too. Right. About how uh, mostly women are in charge of... The, the pink ghetto. Yeah, the pink mm-hmm. ghetto, which is a, a, another amazing article. Which, But yeah, all the stuff you're talking about, guys don't do yeah. it, and they don't have a, a, as right. much of a success rate. On the other hand, though, I've also now... I think I used to be really diehard about that, is like, this is my art, get on board. And then like seeing it the other way around of being made into content uh-huh. and make, it That's making me... Yeah. 
it making me like so uncomfortable and make me feel really bad, like kind of opened my eyes to the other side of like, when you don't control the narrative. Sure, and but also the feeling that like, this person is using you for their own gain, mm-hmm. um, or you're reduced to a joke to them. Well, like, how, and, how about this? As a comedian, I've had this happen to a friend, and I've had it happen to me, where uh, someone will take something funny you've said during oh, sex, yeah. and they'll use it as the mm-hmm. joke, but they'll just say what you said, and that gets a big laugh. Oh, totally. How crazy is that? Wait, what do you mean? So let's say I had sex with a female comedian and I said something hilarious in the bedroom and then we break up or whatever. And then uh, she says, yeah. And then this guy said this to me and it gets a huge laugh. And you're like, that's my joke. Yeah. I fu- yeah. I fucking said that. I'm a comedian. But and are they laughing? They're, they're laughing at the words that I said. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I knew what I said. I mean, it, you, the person could say it in such a way where it seems like. I didn't know what I was saying or how I was saying it, but I knew how I fucking said it. But that's happened to women friends of mine too. Right. And that's even That's worse. how I knew I was supposed to be a writer. Like I was hanging out with this guy all summer and he kept being like, that's great. I'm going to use that. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. I'm going to use that. And then finally I was like, maybe I should just use that. Use that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. That's um, really interesting. Let's, okay. So you are single right now. Yes. And you're hetero. Yes. And you're trying to date multiple dudes for yeah. the first time. Yeah, it's super. What's that mean? Ooh, I want to know everything. What's that mean? You you trying to date? Well, I'm dudes? kind of a serial monogamist, and so I have to like actually make an effort to like try. This to is be my out story. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really. I don't know how people do this. Like, doesn't it just stress you out? Doesn't one person ultimately just you like them more and you'd like to hang out with them more? Is that what you're finding? Yeah, that always happens. Yeah. It's never like they're all equal and they're all getting different things from each person. It's like this beautiful tapestry. For me, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I wish it was like that. For me, it's like they're, they're all different and like one is clearly the one that I like a lot more and would like to hang out with. And then the others slowly, I'm like, eh, I gotta. So why aren't you just with that person? Just curious. What's the problem? It's new. I mean, I'm... How long? It's very new, like a couple weeks. So oh, okay, yeah. Um, so I loved when you sent this because I was like, oh my god! I literally wrote down. I was like, this is me a year right. ago because I was doing the same thing. And I, I just think at this point, I am hardwired to be pretty monogamous. Like I just mm-hmm. think, despite any efforts that I've made to the contrary, like it doesn't really work with with me. And everyone's right. different. Um, but it is a great way to get to know a lot of people. And ultimately for me, there was one person that I was like, oh, but this person is the one that I want to talk to in all the different circumstances. Yeah. And then maybe you'll wind up with, well, no, but I'm willing to bet he's going to be like, I don't want a girlfriend. I mean, that's the other thing is I keep running into everyone I like doesn't want a girlfriend or just got out of a relationship. I mean, so I'm like a little gun shy. Sure, sure, sure. I don't well, maybe know. not him, but maybe someone like Exactly. Him. That's yes. why you got to keep... It's like the four burner philosophy, which is this one mentor I once had, which was like, always have four pots on the stove at different heats. <laughs> and I was like, but yes. that's really hard because you're going to burn one. Like, that's really hard Ooh. to like make them all into good meals. Mm. <laughs> They're ultimately, ultimately some are going to suck. I feel like it only works if like... Your connections with the people you're fuck. I mean, I don't know. It's been a long time for me, but if the, if the people you're fucking are like casual, and you already know you only want them for sex. In my life, 
when I was not in relationships, I was always just like sport fucking my way through life. Right. And it worked great for me because I was like, I already know from the second I met you, this is not anything I want Mm -hmm. really like a piece of, but I would, I do want to fuck and you're fine enough to have a conversation with after that. Like I'm down, you know what I mean? Yeah. And if anybody was further than that, I think, yeah, they emerge as a clear winner of the thing and then you're like right. well fuck do I put feelings into this what yeah. do I do is it worth it with the, even though they are the winner of this particular group or whatever is it worth carrying yeah, it like, forward they, to the next step are they whatever? clear winner of like what you want to put time into or are they just a winner of the batch yeah, you know that's if true. they're the winner of the batch then fuck them you know what I mean you can let them go fi- the, fill that slot when, when was the last time you were in a relationship I guess a year ago and how long were you guys together just a summer Yeah, but that was another one of like, he didn't really want a relationship, but then kind of just like, eh, and then we just sort of did it. It wasn't a great relationship. It was Mm. pretty bad. I mean, I'm trying to figure out why this keeps happening to me. Like, I think even though I have these casual relationships, they're not really that casual. Like, they always involve some sort of like emotional connection. Mm -hmm. Even if we're not boyfriend and girlfriend, they're never just... Mm -hmm. I wish I could have those. It seems you feel really like you're cool. doing emotional labor. Totally, totally. And then it's like, that's what I was thinking about earlier where I was like, you know, when you learn who's going to buy the cow if you give away the milk for free. And like, that's classic. Oh my God, my dad used to say no. that to me. That's so damaging. Don't say that to your daughter. Right, no, but that's, that's classically about sex. But what it should be about is emotional labor. It's like, ah. who's going to want a relationship with you if they get all of the relationship shit without, Truth. without um, monogamy? And that applies to men and women. Yeah, but exactly. women do way more emotional labor yeah. generally. Yeah. That's why it maybe rings Not true always, to us. though. Yes. Not always, no. Can I bring up a weird thing? And no no names. Okay. Sure. So I had this, just speaking of emotional labor, I had my last serious ex-boyfriend. Do you guys oh, know who I'm talking about? about? No. no names. <laughs> no names. What if I just did a whole so song? So I have been getting, no, hang on, Sophia. <laughs> I haven't told you this yet because I was waiting until I saw you in person. I have been getting a string of Facebook messages and emails from an unhinged man. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Not my ex. A guy that is convinced. So during this time period that he is emailing me about, He's saying that my ex hooked up with his baby mama. Ooh. What? How come you didn't tell me about any of this? <laughs> baby mama shit. You tell me on the phone. <laughs> I didn't want to blow it. Okay. So I've been getting, not you guys, not the first one. I was like, this is weird. It's like three or something. It's, it's a number of messages mm-hmm. um, and that, are ver- that are like a book. Anyway. Uh, apparently around the time that this child was conceived, which was right after me and this guy broke up, his baby mama and my ex had a rendezvous like right after we broke up. And the guy keeps, he's like, my therapist has told me I have a form of PTSD and like all this crazy shit. And I don't know whether I should respond or not well why is he reaching out to you because he's afraid he's afraid of what will happen if he reaches out to my ex which he ultimately wants to happen so you're like i'm just a little pawn in this thing and and honestly regardless even if he would have cheated which it's not it's he maybe broke up with me to do this but i don't i don't care either way it's it doesn't matter but this guy is like this guy has a kid with this woman 
that was conceived around the same time. So I understand why he does care. Oh, so his whole thing is he doesn't think the kid is his. I, he's not saying that, but maybe. But that's the only reason he would reach out. Do you think that that's the case? Duh. Yeah. But I still don't get why you're being contacted. I think it's because he's it. so afraid to like, he's actually explore yes. it. So he's just telling her. But contact her his time. brother or something. Oh yeah, no, it's not normal. Why? why <laughs> you? No, I know, and he's like citing this podcast, other things that I've written on the oh internet. God. It's just batshit insane. That's crazy. Sorry, just that wanted to mention me. it in this forum. Yeah, I really love. <laughs> please it. don't email me again. Honestly, please don't. <laughs> yeah, stop. That's really weird. Um, I feel bad for him. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I'm sorry, dude. You can email me. <laughs> no, but really, like, I'm not not to get. In touch I just with want him. you just to feel healthy enough year. that you don't need to email anyone. That maybe you just like don't want to make a hard decision that like you shouldn't be with this woman, or whatever. Like, there's clearly some trust shit happening. Yeah. I love when people mention their therapist as they're doing something super unhealthy. A therapist I would know. never endorse. It's like, I my know. therapist is like, I'm pretty sure your therapist would not endorse you <laughs> messaging harassing a stranger who may have like been dating. Like, what are you doing, bro? Yeah. Yeah. Any this, other this thoughts? A, no, no. I'm just thinking about what Atlanta's struggling with. How this isn't a town that people come to for relationships, you know? Totally. So but I think we, a lot of people want them. I don't know. I don't. I think people want them maybe when they, their their uh, profession gets to a place where they can focus on that. But that's all different for a lot of different people. Sure, Steve. I totally agree. Like I've never. I think there are people here who think I don't want to have a relationship till I've accomplished all the things I want to accomplish, which is yes. weird to me because to me a good relationship helps you do that. It's of like, mm-hmm. but they see it as detracting. Like a relationship's going to distract me. To me, I'm like a relationship would make me feel secure, and then I would probably do better. No, there are literally studies about this. How a lot of men feel like they need to achieve a certain right. like level of financial success and career success so that they can be defined by something that is not their relationship. Right. But what's funny is there are also studies that show that monogamy benefits men more than it benefits women. I know. So I don't know what they're thinking. That sounds <laughs> really dope for you. Um, but yeah, no, that's super. Cause it's, I mean, I lived in New York for seven years and that's not the thinking there. And everyone there is really careerist, but it's never like seen. Are they, is it a couple town or a city? I mean, I think people date around a lot, but I've never heard the argument of like, I haven't accomplished something yet. I mean, I, there's a lot of power uh. couple things in New York where it's actually like cool to like, yeah, like link up with someone else who's doing something and and then use that to further your career, which is weird in its own way. But it is. But here is the thing I've noticed, uh, where it's like, oh, maybe when I'm 40, I'll settle down or something. It's like I think it's because people here try so hard to look young always that when they're 40, oh, they cool. also feel young and look young, and the women look younger than they would anywhere else. So they're like. Fuck it, we're all still kids, you know? Yeah. But it's like, no, bitch, you're 40 and like you've never had one good relationship and now you're gonna invest in it. So your first marriage is gonna not be good. You're gonna get married a second time. Like all the guys I know that have done this kind of end up not succeeding if they only started trying to have relationships in their 40s. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it takes a while to get it right. So if you don't have the practice of doing right. that in your 30s, then like it, you're not gonna just fall into a marriage and crush it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Guys, Steve, that's thoughts. dark. No, I, 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 you know, I'm in a monogamous relationship, but. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Was that a low key? Whoa! Whoa! It took you so long. 
No, women are always. I've never had a problem. Women always want to commit, so it's like not a big deal. I, I feel, oh no, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think I, that's the problem here. Yeah, I feel yeah. so Lana, bad. I feel not so, a man. I know so many beautiful, attractive, wildly intelligent, funny women in their late twenties that like, and then uh, guys who live with their folks still. Who won't commit? Oh, like, totally. I don't. Yeah. Well, you know what? What's, you think that what, what, what's weird is that as I've gotten, I actually think I well, I've gotten more successful as I've gotten older and like more self-assured and I think probably better looking. And my dating has been harder. And only recently <laughs> did I realize maybe that's because that's a threatening thing. Like, why was it easier for me to date and have be- good, great relationships when I was like less successful? Yeah. Um, well, I think we know why. I think it's maybe f- I don't know. I don't, Is you know, it threatening? Yeah, well, Ego? you know, I, I don't, I don't, it really has felt to me that the, what women find attractive, though, that might have to change. Yeah, for You know sure. what I mean? If women are, are, are catching up and kind of trading positions with men, which, you know, more women go to college now and all of these things, then the things that they stereotypically are attracted to might have to change in a way too. Like what power, money, career, yeah, power, all that stuff. Because if 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 she's attracted to, and I don't think this is the case for you. Yeah. But if guys think that you're attracted to someone that that should mm-hmm. be higher and they're not that high, then they won't feel confident around you. They'll maybe. like tap out. Yeah, they'll tap out or not yeah. feel confident around you or not feel. I feel like when I was looking for somebody when I was dating, um, the things I wanted them to have was passion and ambition. Mm-hmm. And I think frequently I found like Next one week it's without the, the other. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then you'll leave me yeah. for an even whiter girl? Is that the deal? <laughs> um, not even a Jew. <laughs> not an immigrant. Boo. No, but seriously, like I would date guys that would be like, I like, I don't give a shit what you do during the day. You know, like if you work in a coffee shop, if you work in a skateboard shop, I don't care. But I want to know that, like, you want to do right. stuff that I'm going to be like, that's some cool shit. I want to support you while you do that. I don't really care what the thing is, right. you know, but I just want you to care enough about it. Like, if you're like, if you're serious about, like, taking skateboarding photos, let's get those in some skateboarding magazines. You know what I mean? I, I don't care what the dream is. I'm not sitting around judging being like, oh, well. That yeah. sounds dumb as fuck. I'm more like, if you want to do that, do that. So I'm like, ooh, how sexy you're handling your shit. That's what mm-hmm. I want to see. And then I don't care if we're like poor together or broke or whatever the fuck. When I met my husband, he was living with his parents. If I gave a shit about that, we'd have never been together. Right. Do you think he would have an issue if you like blew up? Just I'm just posing the question. Like now? Yeah. I don't think so. I think he would love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. My, I think uh, it would even it out in a nice way. Uh-huh. My dude has this thing too where we have this inside joke. He's like clearly more successful than me but he'll like joke around about he's like i can't wait to be a house husband like which is so sweet because it's like not like it's encouraged like Mm -hmm. whatever like you killing it is not threatening well because he's successful and he could be gracious like that yeah you don't think if he didn't if he didn't have multiple restaurants under his belt yeah i don't think he would be as gracious sorry wait (laughs) <laughs> well, no, but she's saying he's and, and looking forward to a future where he's not he, the shit. Well, he can be gracious because he's already successful. Your husband can be gracious because he's yeah, already successful. Yeah, but that's like success on a certain scale. I don't think gracious scale. is the right word. Gracious means like 
he's like tolerant and forgiving of my success. No, then that's not what I'm men saying. Men could be I'm benevolent saying, kings, is what I'm saying. They go like, go on. No, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't think that's. The I don't point. think your guy is that way. Oh, yeah, so. I don't. Also, think it's do that. they both do different things than you? Because I think my problem was always dating guys that did the same exactly. thing. Oh, I think which is a totally different dynamic and really competitive and weird. Like. It's fine when when you're like more successful than them in something else, but when it's like something that like they could ostensibly Is it exactly have. the same. I mean, not exactly the same. Like writers, funny. So people, Sophia and her husband people, are yeah. are both writers. Oh yeah, but he okay. writes like drama and stuff. So it's pretty much a different world. But he knows what I'm doing, and right. I can ask him for help or advice. But we're not in so each can, other's like, dip shit. In and dip yeah. Out. What about you, Steve? I'm curious how that works for you because you guys both comics. Both comics. Oh, yeah, we're both comics. But I'll, I'll tell you this. Um, you know, I'm I'm a, ahead of her, and so that was always okay for me. But I think it's starting to bother her now. I, and um, we just talked about this this week too. And yeah. She's uh, such a good woman, and she's so giving and re- ready to like support me. But I think she's starting to feel, as an artist, that okay, well, what about me? And I will support anything she does too. But stand up's one of those things where you you really have to go at it by yourself. Like there there has to be this thing in you right. where you're going to do. You can't do a, a duo thing. So, you know, yeah, we've had those talks. But yeah, I, I, I would totally be happy if she blew up. Uh, if she, like, passed me up, I have no idea how I would feel. Totally. I have no idea. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I'd like to say that I'd be a great guy and, like, I, I'd feel yeah, yeah, all yeah. this way. But uh, we're in the same fucking field. Yeah, so, I feel like that's so hard. way harder. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know hard. how good or gracious I could be in that way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is what, what's what do they if call? If he was literally up? like Max was up for a special or whatever, like a stand-up no, special, I'd probably be like, "Bitch, you're not even funny at home." <laughs> I know. I I'd think, probably be so mad. I'd I don't be like, even. Whatever. I'd stop laughing at his casual jokes at the house. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, save it for the Netflix, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I don't know how gracious I could be. I'm I'm glad it's like this, uh, but I also want very much want her to succeed. I'm very aware I don't want her to uh, give up her career uh, for my career in yeah. any way. When I I was I dated a comedian when I just started writing comedy, like when I met Sophia, basically, and uh, even though I was like a baby at it. As soon as I started to like spread my wings a little bit more, like it definitely became a thing in our relationship. Which he is- was not supportive. I remember having so many calls with her where she would be like, mm-hmm. I told him this good thing happened. And his reaction was like, that's probably because of your tits or that guy wants to fuck you. <laughs> it was so oh many my God, I forgot about shitty that. reactions. I'd be like, are you kidding me? He said that to your face. And you'd be like, I don't know. I'm going to make this okay in my mind so I can keep dating him. <laughs> oh, but God. yeah, it was really unsupportive. Not just like... Which, it, which they were milestones that like, they weren't like they didn't passing him. him. Even, you know yeah. what I mean? Not in any yeah. way. It's weird. It's an interesting thing to think about. Uh, maybe, yeah, do you have any prospects that are similar to what you do, but outside? Yeah, no, all of them now are outside. Okay, good. good. Yeah, which was a concerted effort I had to make. I can't wait to hear about this guy when we cut this recording off. I know. Yeah. Well, what's your type? You want to tell everybody? Oh, my everybody? gosh. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, my type. Unavailable. That's hard. That's hard. Emotionally unavailable. Doesn't like... The one thing. Does not like me back. <laughs> no. Oh, you don't want a girlfriend and you're like Classic. actively resent me? I'm in love with you. <laughs> are you on the apps right now? How yes, are you meeting the apps, people? but... 
Honestly, it's so funny because I wrote about online dating so much. And like one of my biggest stories, I went to Tijuana and like wrote about people in San Diego matching with people in Tijuana and like crossing the border to go on dates and stuff like that. But what's so funny is that after all these years, like I had never been on a Tinder date myself. Like I tried, but I just couldn't close the deal. Like they just want to talk to you. They just want a friend. They want to No, you just have to be like drink. So recently I went on my first one. Didn't go great. And I was like, why do I, I don't, I've somehow managed to meet people in real life. Did you guys get a drink? We got a drink. I think we had two dates, actually. It was going great. He was a therapist, which I thought was great. I was like, oh my gosh, this is different from what I did. Yeah, totally. (laughs) But uh, strangely, it was just, it didn't, there was just no spark there. Well, at least you gave it another shot. Two dates, right? So how are you meeting these multiple people that you're dating? Bars. Through friends. No, both of them. Do people hit on you at bars? That's rare now. Yeah. Yeah, that happened one time, but a lot of them are through what? friends. People, people like setting me up, which I think is nice. Oh yeah, oh, that sure. maybe they feel yeah, bad for me. They're like completely sure that you're not going to turn out to be super crazy. Okay, well <laughs> that's know? good. They're like she's she's got it. Um, yeah, through friends, like once at a dinner party, you know, things like mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah, it's been going better. It's been going better than it did when I first moved here and in New York. I think we're on an upswing. Good. <laughs> and maybe that's because they're not like creatives. It's hard. Maybe, you know, I don't know. Let's talk about sexting. Because oh, yeah. Alana wrote a definitive how-to guide. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever sexed properly. No way. Yeah, I don't really sext. I don't. I'd rather put my mouth on you than do this word. Not even a little See, bit. See, that's a great test. You've never sex. gotten a new yes, That's not true. Steve, You've that's a perfect test. I mean, I'm sure I, I'm sure I have, but it's just nothing that I, like, I've really done. Be like, we could keep done. texting. But I, I want to hear about these. T- yeah, what? Well, I mean, well, yeah, I don't. You know, Lord knows I'm a, a romantic Lothario type. I'm not worried, but if for some reason, if for <laughs> yeah. some re- sex god, but if for some reason. Um, Something goes south. Maybe Julia passes away in a terrible train accident. Oh, my God. God forbid. God forbid. Hey, Julia, we don't want that. To I happen. like that it's a train accident. Of course. I, I made it a... Is, that's a romantic thing, don't you <laughs> Totally, think? totally. Not like a car accident. I mean, I if you're in no, she's on a- the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, how should... What are, are a few good tips for, mm. for me or anyone to use when sexting? Okay. Um, she's cracking another beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that okay? By the way, is that okay? I I haven't, I wrote that a long time ago. So now I'm trying to remember. Yeah, because I want deep reading. Oh, do you want me to remind you? I'm a pretty good sexter. Me too. I think it's, it's it's not. I literally can't imagine you sexting. What? I'm good. You have to be responsive. You have to go. It's like improv. Never say no. Never say no. You love that about me as a writing partner, Sophia. I'll go there. That's true. Yes, and the whole time. I should do like an improv Maybe class. Maybe it's weird. Or get but... people to pay me hundreds of dollars, but it's like live Cordy, sex. You're thing. such a, 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 like a cold fish that I'm like, I don't know what her sex what? is like. Wow. They're just like, come over here and eat my butt. A I don't know. Fish. Just really. Do I give out a cold alum? No, you've no, never met me before. Do I give out a cold no. fish vibe? Look how my legs are right now. Splayed yeah. wide okay, open. Okay, that does not. I mean, yes, you want dicks in your pussy. That's not what I'm saying. That's true. I'm saying you don't need emotions for that. And Can we that's get to Alana? I, I want to okay, hear, okay, I wanna okay, hear okay. some tips from Alana, Okay, please. so <laughs> never say no. Like, kind of keep it rolling. It's kind of like people that are really good at dirty talk are usually good at sex. Yes, yes. Totally. And people that are good at writing are usually good at sex. It's, yes. And it's not pics only. It's like, no, no, no. it's what you're saying. That's that's one of my main points. Yes. Thank you for reminding me. Um, yeah, like people think sexting is just pics, but actually the best sexting is just like is like all words totally. of like they're giving you a scenario and the thing they're gonna do to yeah. you is like so much better than 
just the pit. It is rough to be a, a guy that way in terms of dirty talk. Really? Yeah. Why? I've never, I've never had a woman dirty talk to me at all. I've never had anything. The closest See, maybe like I get great you, responses. The closest maybe is, do you like my pussy? That's like the best Aww, I've ever gotten. Steve. And I'm telling, I'm spinning yarns. Okay, I'm taking us through <laughs> centuries or putting us in different historical <laughs> contexts. You know, doing everything. They're just laying there. I'm making them a cum a few times. They don't give me anything. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. oh, my whole problem is like toning it down. Like I'm like actively like trying not like at least at first. Because I don't want to like overdo it. Some people aren't into dirty talk. It's really hard. Well, yeah. You gotta let it rip though. I sometimes. don't like it when guys are afraid. I'm like, well, that just shows me you can't fuck me, really. You know yeah. What I mean? Is Max afraid? No, <laughs> God no. Why? Why I wouldn't have been with him for all this okay. time? Okay. So do you dirty? So do you sex? This is not for Alana. This is for the rest of us in the room. Do you sex when you're in a relationship? Yeah, yeah, but really not as much. Right. It's more That's of a... That's what you're like living like, with let's them. Let's get it, yeah. Yeah. You might say something sexy to like, you know... When we first started dating, yeah, it was a lot of that. And yeah. I would also do like really fun, crazy shit. Like I would blow him but not let him come and then just make him go to a meeting. And be like, bye. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> this is why you're married, dude. <laughs> you know, just stuff a really gorgeous dick back in his pants and be like, I'll see you later. <laughs> That's how you get jobs. You walk in there with a big old hard dick. You know? Yeah. Well, no, because think about how motivated you are sure, to crush sure, that yeah, meeting yeah. and get home. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just the kind of shit I do. Or we go to a party and we disappear upstairs. Yeah, and I'd yeah. like fuck that's them hot. real quick for like 15 or 20 minutes. Then we'd come down and I'd be like, we yeah. got away with it. And people would be yeah, like, you're gone quick, for a really like real long quick time. 20 minute sesh, guys. <laughs> that's so good. Did you know? Okay, so I've learned so much about sex working at a men's magazine of all these things. Average sex time. Let's go around and guess what you I think, think it is. I think I read this somewhere. It's oh. something like four and a half minutes. Yeah, right? six minutes. Six minutes. I think that's very short. For wow. average? I, my um, average would probably be 12 to 15 minutes. I mean, sure, I can sure. bang it out in six. I oh, love, like, I love to oh, no, bang it also, out but also that quick. study said uh, from insertion on. Oh, that's that's exactly. Oh well, that's that study says as soon as he right. penetrates. That makes so you're sense. You're not counting foreplay at all. Yeah. I mean, how long do you yeah, want to? How, how long do you want to? I know. I am not one of those. I hate when people are like, "I want it to be two hours." It's like, no, I have things to do, and yeah, it's gonna get sore. Well, hold up, hold up. If yeah. it's like, I mean, we stay <laughs> fucking, and like I have shit to do, then yes, let's get it done. Yeah. But if we're like, hey, it's the weekend, or we can wake up late tomorrow, then I'm like, no, let's see, like. Let's sport fuck 15, a little bit. Let's get yeah. stuff. But I'm saying if we're talking about from penetration on, then yeah, six, seven minutes, that makes sense to me. Because sure. I'm doing a bunch of other stuff before. We're doing a bunch of other stuff right. for 10 or 12 right. minutes. Okay, sure. And before. even when we, like, so the beginning stages of like, let's say my current boyfriend when we first started yeah, it was dating, it was, he was where you, you are like having sex all day, but you're also having so. sex a number of different times. Yeah. So it's not like yeah. you count... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Each of those right. gets its own six minutes or but also, whatever. But also, the longer you are with somebody, the quicker it is for That's them to true. make yes. you come. So then it becomes a different game. Yeah, like yeah, you're For right. me now, like, my husband can make me come so fucking fast. It's like, <laughs> why are we even... So, like, half of it is like, no, don't make me... Don't let me come. You know? Which is yeah, a way yeah, more yeah. fun game to play. And in fact, yeah. as a bartender, when I hear women talking about, like, liking to get fucked for a long time... Like, I've heard that. I'm like, oh, you don't know how to come, do you? Like, that's a real thing, too. Because oh. like, if you think about it, before women were allowed to come, like 2004. <laughs> <laughs> the, the idea of good sex was just fucking for a long time. Right, remember? right. Just like, that's so oh, pounding. Yeah, we went for like an hour college. or something that's like college. that. That's college. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, oh. We went for an hour. Oh. You know? And then you're... 
Yeah, it's like. Oh, you remember mean, you, pretending you, that you liked that as a woman when you were younger? I don't know if I ever did. I, where a I was couple like, of yeah. times I have, like, but sometimes oh. I've really have enjoyed it for that long. Well, that's fun, you know. No, you like sure. UTIs. And the thing is, eventually, <laughs> that's not how you get them. It's the not peeing after. afterwards. <laughs> yes. Thong underwear. I know, guys. No, that's a yeast. Infection. And if yeah, you yeah, fucked exactly. for a long no. time, the chances <laughs> that you came are greater, right? No. For no, women? I think if you are fucking for a long time without coming. That's what I'm saying. That's college. That's what I'm saying. People, yeah. when people, women talk about they want to get fucked for a long time, it's not they they think sure. that it's that's what sure. good sex is when you know when it's just the idea of it. But if someone's yeah. very skillful and they keep bringing you close but not letting you come and you keep going, that shit is masterful. Yeah. Yes. If they're just making your pussy sore as fuck from the friction because they are not they don't know what they're doing, then yeah, yes, that's no one a different. Well, that's what I told Julia. You know, we've been having sex for three years, and I say one day when you come. This is going to be so amazing. <laughs> You're Come such on. an idiot. You're such a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> did you I, see I, us I, just like go I one. take her to the <laughs> edge and then I come and then, you know, I go to work and I told her. One day I'm going to 2019. It's really going to be a big, big payoff. <laughs> so That's hilarious. Okay, let's talk about one more thing before we wrap up. Did we kill uh, Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris with our, with relationship goals? Wait, what? So I was. I'm supposed to be this. responsible for that now. <laughs> hey, no, she wrote an Alana. article called "Relationship Goals," which yeah. I oh, really, oh, re- I didn't know that's what you were. Yeah, 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 yeah. which I really, really like. Yeah, uh, yeah. You talked about a little, per- a lot of personal oh, things. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is. It was a beautiful. Article. But do you know what I mean by that? Like, did we? Well, I have, I have a lot of gut reactions to them. I'm like, okay, what is it? All, what is it going to take for all of us to accept that? Like, maybe the marriage thing doesn't work. Like, exactly. That's when I read that. Why are people like, I'm so heartbroken? I'm like, it's not. Look, this thing doesn't work, man. Sorry. Also, Sorry. <laughs> wait, wait. I, I, don't don't know. I don't think that's across the board. I, think I don't think you like definitively determine. like no. atheists being a thousand percent sure there's no God. I'm like, that's as fucking dumb no. as saying there is a God. All relationships no, no, are different. No, for you to say I, marriage I, is dumb, it's for me to no, say like, no, no, no. I think it can work in very specific circumstances for some people. To but, like, expect these two actors who met when right. they were in their 20s and like their careers were in totally different places to weather this like decade long storm with a like they had a child prematurely and he had to you know what i mean there're just a lot of factors why that, would famous people ever get married to each other sure that are rich and famous. no i i, I because hear. they are the only other people who know what it's like to be rich and famous that's why they keep doing it sure otherwise. but why get married because they know it's going to be some huge they're like they're going to have to get this divorce and they well, have, because like, they believe in love why does anybody get married no, they believe in the institution, institution of, of marriage. marriage. And yeah. they believe that love is Well, no, that couple yeah. does because they're Christian. That's not the same for everybody. Yeah. They're like uber Christian. For them, this was like a covenant and all of that shit that the I can't Pratt speak Ferris? to. Pratt Ferris? Yeah. We talk about it all the time. I think. Dude, all of his shit has like Proverbs quotes on it. And <laughs> oh my God. They're crazy Christian. That's, that's But I think that you can believe in love and not want to get married. And you can believe in marriage totally. and not do... Like, I think there's tons of reasons why people get married. I don't pretend to know all of them, but I think... It's not all about love, and that's why it's often such a disaster. But neither are relationships. Yeah, totally. To, to assume that people get into relationships always because of love is silly. That's why relationships mostly don't work out. Right, but they, not but they don't get the into a reason. legal binding contract over it. Oh, no, but dude, that's anything's a risk. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Signing a car lease is a risk. Yeah. What if you don't have the money next fucking month? You lose the car. Anything is a risk. I was never into marriage until I got married. Yeah. Like, I never wanted it. I proposed to my husband because yeah, he, that's awesome. I told him, 
I is. would never want that. Yeah. So no, by the I way, totally am not feeling like, oh my God, you've attacked marriage. It hurts my feelings. I don't give a shit about that. Marriage yeah. mostly doesn't work. I get it. But what I'm saying is, and this is what right. Christina Walkinshaw made me think of this. Uh, she and her like, uh, this girl is trying to polyamorous relationship. Oh, yeah. And she wrote in her blog that the thing about it is, is uh, the guy she's dating was polyamorous with his ex-wife now ex-wife right and the marriage broke up because the person she was fucking outside their marriage they ended up oh, together of course. that's all that's always that's, how it ends and yeah. that's christina was like oh well that seems so stupid most polyamory ends like this yeah. this is so dumb and then he said christina most relationships, relationships fail. End that way. and yeah, that yeah, to yeah. me is exactly the marriage point totally, it's like totally. oh god yes obviously they fail right but most relationships fail so to be like to me, like polyamory, marriage, all of them are like 10 different ways you can go sure, with the thing. Right. It's a choose and your own any adventure. Of them, yeah, and any of them have a chance of working out depending on who you sure. are, who you've partnered with, what you've built with them. You know what I mean? It's so all specific. Timing, all right. Stuff, yeah. 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 So you are looking for a partner, but not a married partner? Yeah. I think my theory, just from having tried all of these different types, except for not marriage yet. I'm sure that once I, I'm sure I'm like saying that I'm not into marriage and then that's gonna easily change once I meet the person I actually wanna marry. Sure. I think it could um, or it could not, you know? Yeah. Things I think, don't always do that. And having like been on the other side of dating people who are poly or people who are like in open relationships, I think people should just have a series of monogamous relationships that they accept are over when they're over and then maybe they date around and then they meet another one person and then they date them for 10 years i don't know that seems like the most but i i think the doable thing to me yes for you for me and i think that's like kind of where we're coming to societally too is just like that it's not one size fits all it's right. like could be any of you know i don't even know how many different options and i think the reason there's such a huge response when people break up is that anytime any of us see proof that love is real we want to believe it whatever it yeah. is whether it's a dumbass celebrity couple or whether you see two little old people holding hands in a park whatever you see yeah. somebody do something that shows an immense amount of love like those you don't want it to end someone dies from cancer and you read their partner's thing about it it breaks your heart because you're like oh my god someone can love somebody that deeply so anytime you see that it just reaffirms yeah. that dark voice inside us like, it doesn't reaffirm, it interrupts and shuts up the dark voice inside us that says, you know, we'll all die alone no matter what. Love is fleeting. We're not, we're not ever going to feel complete. There's no such thing as feeling comfort and love forever. Yeah, but and I, so I do, whenever anything good happens, you're like, oh my God, let me cling to that. That disproves it. But you people know? do have to let go of the idea that love, love isn't real unless it lasts a lifetime. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Yes. That's what I'm saying. 100%. Go on. Yeah, that's what I meant by saying like marriage doesn't work. I was like, I meant more just that, yeah, the, the, this idea that if it doesn't last forever, then it's inherently less valuable. Yeah. It's sort of crazy. Some of the most valuable relationships I'm sure right. we've all or had like are like a couple months. Yeah, exactly. And were so intense and meant everything. And change you as who you are as a person, make you better. Yes. You know, I you do have a marriage that changes you less than that. Exactly. That lasts longer. I don't regret having been with any of my former partners, regardless of whatever terms we're on now. Because, like, I, I can look back and, like, it is weird how people come into your life and, like, they serve a specific purpose in your growth. At least when I look back, I'm like, ah, I figured that out in this. And I, you know. I mean, we're all a composite of our ex-partners, like, who we are in a relationship. Ooh. 
right? So yeah. if we didn't have any of those exes, we wouldn't be who we are now. So well, that, that's also why I'm not afraid to post as much as I do on social media. Yeah. Like you know, right now I'm very in love with Julia, and in the past I've been very in love with Julia, but I am aware like. You know, some people might think I'm all look stupid when we break up. Like, but I know what's going on. Like, yeah. I, I'm posting this because right now like, I'm so very happy and I want to remember this time. And I use my Instagram. Like, my ex-wife, she took down every picture of oh, me. Oh, she did? Yeah, on Instagram. Right when I we love your up. ex-wife. Yeah, she's great. Hi, Stephanie. <laughs> we ran, me and Julia ran into her with her new boyfriend. Oh, my God. How Bianca. is she? She's great. She's great. She's the same. She's doing great. Hey, give her my number. Follow, <laughs> I'm just kidding. We follow each other yeah, on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter. We're good. <laughs> but she erased all the pictures of me on her Instagram mm-hmm. when we split up. And uh, But to me, I'm like, ah, just leave it there. I want people to... I, I use Instagram... For me, I, I, you know, it's, it's also promotional yeah. too. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm selling too. But it's also like, oh, I don't mind. I, I love this woman right now. And I want to be able to look back if we break up in a year or in two years. I want to be able to say, yeah, that was my life right then. I'm opposite. I feel like every time I post something about Max or that has him in it, that I'm like tempting gods or something. <laughs> and I'm not so I don't Russian even believe it. I just Russian don't even believe Russian it. But I'm just that. like, I don't want to fucking ruin it. Also, he's super private. Yeah. And the things that I think are funny and public, like I've one yeah. time posted a picture of us because he was out of town shooting a show that he was show running. I posted a picture of us like literally FaceTiming and Aww. it's just him in bed and it's his face yeah. and a sheet. Like, there's not even a nipple. Not that he would... He's a man. Yeah. There's no body or anything. It's just a head of him being sleepy in bed. And I posted it. And he was like, oh, my God, you posted that? That's so private. And I was like, I just thought it was fine. It's both of our faces on a FaceTime. And yeah. he was like, no, I don't like that. So and I was like, oh, shit, you know? Yeah, totally. So, like, like I'm already paranoid because I'm like, I don't want to ruin this. Yeah. But then also I don't want to make him feel weird that I'm drawing him into my life of, like, I'm a comedian. Everything's, you know, totally, public. Totally, totally. So I, I feel like know. we came full circle. Did we, yeah, not, we did. Did we start talking yeah. about this? Yes. We did. Yeah. Oh, my God, you guys. This Perfect. is the most planned podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, serendipitous. Thank you so much for Thank coming on. Thank you for on. having me. Um, check out all of Alana's writing on the website that you're going to update or no. Yeah. Alana <laughs> Levinson. Twitter. Com. Give your Twitter handle. And my, and my Twitter handle is at Alana Levinson. Find her. Do you need me to spell that? Yes. I don't know. Is it? No, they'll look at it. It'll they'll be the show. Alana with one N or two? They care. One N. There you go. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.